Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Hello, and how are you doing? My name is Sharice Johnson Moore, and I am your hope builder, lifting you up out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. And it is time, it is time, it is time, it is time for a daily devotion. And today we are speaking about 1 Samuel, 1 Samuel 11, 1 through 15. We are speaking about 1 Samuel 11, 1 through 15. And the topic for the day is Saul saves Jabesh Gilead. Saul saves Jabesh Gilead. Jabesh, Jabesh Gilead. And I want you to get your Bibles, your laptops, your cell phones, your tablets, uh, however you may read the word. And come on and let's deep dive it into the word of the Lord this morning. All right now, come on, it's time to get busy. Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore and welcome to Sharice Johnson-Moore's podcast. Do you have products and services that you want to tell the world about? Well, I have an offer for you. Did you know that when you make a 60-minute voiceover ad and place it in podcasts, that it increases your business awareness by 50% in the marketplace? Voiceover ads aren't that expensive. They range from $15 to $25. It all depends on where you place your ad in the podcast. So come on in and place your ad on Sharice Johnson-Moore's podcast and tell the world what you have to offer. You can reach me at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. Come on, let's tell the world what you are made of. All right, all right, all right. Let's get into this word for Samuel 11, 1 through 15. And it reads, Then Nahash the Ammonite came up and encamped against Jabesh Gilead. And all the men of Jabesh said unto Nahash, Make a covenant with us, and we will serve thee. And Nahash the Ammonite answered them, On this condition will I make a covenant with you, that I may thrust out all your right eyes and lay it for a reproach upon all Israel. And the elders of Jabesh said unto him, Give us seven days respite, that we may send messengers unto all the coasts of Israel, and then, if there be no man to save us, we will come out to thee. Then came the messengers to Gibeah of Saul, and told the tidings in the ears of the people, And all the people lifted up their voices and wept. And behold, Saul came after the herd out of the field. And Saul said, What aileth the people that they weep? And they told him the tidings of the men of Jabesh. And the Spirit of God came upon Saul when he heard this tidings. 
and his anger was kindled greatly. And he took a yoke of oxen and hewed them in pieces and sent them throughout all the coasts of Israel by the hands of messengers, saying, Whosoever cometh not forth after Saul and after Samuel, so shall it be done unto his oxen. And the fear of the Lord fell on the people, and they came out with one consent. And when he numbered them in Bezek, the children of Israel were three hundred thousand, and the men of Judah thirty thousand. And they said unto the messengers that came, Thus shall ye say unto the men of Jabesh-Gilead, Tomorrow by this time the sun be hot, ye shall have help. And the messengers came and showed it to the men of Jabesh, and they were glad. Therefore the men of Jabesh said, Tomorrow we will come out unto you, and ye shall do with us all that seemeth good unto you. And it was so on the morrow that Saul put the people in three companies, and they came into the midst of the host in the morning watch, and slew the Ammonites, Ammonites, Unto, until the heat of the day, and it came to pass that they which remained were scattered, so that two of them were not left together. And the people said unto Samuel, Who is he that said, Shall Saul reign over us? Bring the men, that we may put them to death. And Saul said, There shall not a man be put to death this day, for today the Lord hath wrought salvation in Israel. Then said Samuel to the people, Come and let us go to Gilgad, and renew the kingdom there. And all the people went to Gilgal, and there they made Saul king before the Lord in Gilgal. And there they sacrificed sacrifices of peace offerings before the Lord. And there Saul and all the men of Israel rejoiced greatly. I have just read First Samuel 11, 1 through 15. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you to say thank you, Lord. We come to you to say thank you in the mighty name of Jesus that we know that you are the mighty one, the only one, the first one. Lord, we know that you allow us to see this day. Um, Lord, we thank you. Allow us to see this day with the breath in our bodies and activity of our limbs, and we are in our right minds just for the day, Lord. We thank you for your daily bread, which is true and shall stand forever. Lord, we thank you for all that you are and all that your 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 all that you are and all that you continue to be. Lord, we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. May you add a blessing to the reading of your word. In Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen.
Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore. I am the owner, CEO of LBM TV. It is a streaming channel that can be located on the C1 Media Network Smart TV app. This app can be located on Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire Stick, Android TV, and Google TV. We have advertising spots available for businesses that want to advertise their products or services on our channel. We have an audience of 4.25 million viewers daily reaching 70 plus countries. We have advertising packages to fit your company's needs. We would love for you to join the LBM family. You can reach us through our email address, lbmtvmedia at gmail.com or call us at 724-570-1153 for further details. Talk to you soon and let's advertise, advertise and tell the world what you are made of. into this word this morning. Okay. So we see that in chapter 11 we see someone wants to Nahash the Ammonite has encamped against Jabesh Gilead and Nahash has the nerve to say he wants he 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 asked the men Nahash asked the men of Jabesh Gilead to make a league with them make a covenant with them and and he like Nahash the Ammonite answered them on one on this condition where I make a covenant with you that I may thrust out all your right eyes and lay it for a reproach upon all Israel. Okay. So this is a strange way of you know, becoming somebody's friend, you know, and really they have ulterior motives in the end. And we see that when Saul hears of what Nahash the Ammonite has um, threatened the men of Jabez Gilead with he comes out the field <laughs> he says Saul came out after the herd out after the herd out of the field and Saul said what well, of the people that they weep and they told him the tidings of the men of Jabesh and 
when he heard this, the Spirit of the Lord fell upon him. And the Spirit of the Lord commanded him. He said, the Spirit of the Lord came upon Saul when he heard these tidings, and his anger was kindled greatly. And he took a yoke of oxen, took some oxen, and cut them up. And sent them, he sent them by messenger to the different parts of the coast of Israel. Right? And it says, whoever cometh not forth after Saul and after Samuel, so shall it be done unto his oxen. For the fear of the Lord fell on the people, and they came out with one consent. So, the people... The people heard what Saul had done, and they were like, "I ain't. I'm not. Ain't. I'm not. Um. I'm not going to uh, partake in trying to mess with the men of Jabesh, Jabesh Gideon. Now, you know, cause really, Nahash, the Ammonite." decided he wanted to try to take over a kingdom. He wanted to try to come in and start with one group, overtake them, and in his in the process, he didn't know he he, he didn't know who he was messing with. Okay. And Nahash wanted Nahash wanted to overthrow the men of Jabesh Gilead, right? The men but he didn't consider that they belong all belong to Samuel and Saul. All of them are together. All them friends. All them are kingdom. All them brothers and sisters. Everybody is family, right? That are associated with the men and Jabesh Gilead. Everybody is in other children of Israel. And when you mess with one of them, you mess with all of us. Kind of concept, you know what I'm saying? And um, so. Then, in the pro- in the process, it says, "Okay, everybody came into one accord, came out with one consent." Well, look, okay, we got their back. If somebody come after somebody in the group, we going we everybody got to fight. If one, if if somebody come after a, a, a different. Uh, different uh, section in our tribe and in, in the group of children of Israel, which they was all sisters and brothers. And somebody come after you, all of us come after you. Okay. So in the concept of this, it says, and when he numbered them in Bezek, in Bezek the children of Israel were 300,000 and the men of Judah 30,000. And they said unto the messenger that came, Thus shall ye unto the man of Jabesh Gilead tomorrow. By that time the sun is hot, and ye shall have help. They sent back a word to the men in Jabesh Gilead that we got your back. We got your back. You ain't got to stress about that. We we got your back. We we are covering you. We we are you know we are really covering your covering you because you are a part of us. And when you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Okay? And um, and there 
Therefore, the men of Jabesh said, Tomorrow we will come out unto you, and ye shall do with us all that seemeth good unto you. Okay? Now the next day comes, and Saul put the people in three companies. And they came into the midst of the host in the morning watch and slew the Ammonites until the heat of the day. Came to pass that they which remained were scattered, and you and two, you know, you they scattered them everywhere, and that two of them were not left together. So everybody on their own, they scattered them. They they running for their life. And the, and the people said unto Samuel, Who is he that saith, Shall Saul reign over us? Bring the men that we may put them to death. See, some people ain't like that idea. But, um, <clears throat> you know, the people brought that to Samuel's attention. And um, they said, well, look, we're going to go ahead and kill these people. Whoever said Saul was going to be king. And Saul said, ain't nobody killing nobody today. Ain't nobody, is nobody going to be put to death. Nobody's killing anybody. Because the Lord has given us salvation. He has brought salvation, he's brought peace. He's, he, you know, these people have been put asunder because we banded together to uh, cover the men of Jabesh Gilead. We, we are brothers and sisters, and we have won a fight. So why should we go off killing our own can? Why should we go off and kill the ones that say they don't like us, don't want us? Um, you know, uh, you know why, why are we going to go after them? They ain't, they ain't had nothing to do with this fight. That was uh, that was Nahash and the Ammonites. So why are we killing? Why are we gonna kill these people? Why are we gonna kill people? That's probably our own people. And uh, why are we gonna kill them? Why? 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 Why are we going through that? What is the purpose in that? He says. So then Samuel, then said Samuel to the people, Come and let us go to Gilgal. And renew the kingdom near, and all the people went to Gilgal, and they there they made Saul king before the Lord in Gilgal, and there they sacrificed sacrifices of peace offerings for the Lord, and there Saul and all the men of Israel rejoiced greatly. Okay, this is a thing of be careful when people. Come with you, come to you with ideas and concepts and want you to do something that you know is not right in your spirit. Because everybody that comes upon you or comes to you with an idea has ulterior motives. And you have to, not everybody, but you'll feel it in your spirit that when people come upon you and say, oh, I got this idea, I got this idea. Like, I, I, like I, I'll give you an example. Okay, if someone wanted me to come to their house and help them with a party they were throwing. Right? Okay. I, you know, and I agreed to it at first, and then I thought about it. I said, no, because I got something else to do. 
I changed my mind. I, I really changed my mind. I texted the person. I said, no, I, I can't make it. I have to do something else. I have changed my mind about coming. Because in the back of my mind, it is a thing of, to me, when you do call me, um, you want me to come, but you, 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 how could I say this? You live in wrong. You say you claim to be a child of the Lord, but you're doing things that don't match up, right? Like smoking weed and drinking and stuff like that, you know, you know, and, um, you know, me as a person, I'm thinking, you know, and I'm really, see, I'm, I'm changing my habits. I'm, I'm changing my habits for this year. And my habit is not to hang around anybody that is a distraction for me. Hey. And when they come with the ideas of want to do this, want to do that, and, and they want me to come and, and help and all this, and I'm sitting there like, no, because it's not benefiting me. And when I need your help, I can't find you. When I need your help, I can't find Right? And so, this is what is happening in the kingdom of Jabesh Gilead. Now, this one person want to come nail and talking about, I want to league with you and this and the other. And, 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 and I'm sitting there like, hold up, wait a minute, pause, pump your brakes. Why you want to leave? Why you want to interact with me? What is your purpose? What is your, you know, what is your um, true manifestation of what you really want to do, right? And I bring that, you know, I, I really uh, think about that, you know, when it comes to each individual in my life. What is your main purpose of being in my life? What is your main purpose of you bringing me this ideal and you bring me this ideal and then you want me to go along with it, and then it's all about you throwing it off on me. Okay, I'm a, I tell you, you know, you know, you get them people that have those ideas. They come to you and say all this, all this fabulous stuff, and they got all these ideas and this and the other. And then you be like, well, okay, I'll help you, but you know, and I'm like, okay, you say uh, you say you need help, but now I feel I'm doing all this work. Hold up, what part of what part of the equation is this? Okay, so I had an actuality to ask myself, what am I going to? What am I going to get out of this? And is it is this an idea set by God? That's what I asked myself, right? Because all ideas ain't good ideas. Okay. Because people have this ulterior motive. Remember back in the day, I was trying to help somebody that said they wanted to try to start a daycare center. Okay, they want to start a daycare center. And at the time, I was writing my book. At the, at the time, I was writing my book, the book, Coming and Loving Yourself. And I was in the midst of writing and things like that. And then I would make time for the person to come to my house and, you know, 
come to my house and we would sit down and I would, I would help them and this and the other and blah. And then I, I finally found out why they was coming over my house. That was the excuse to get out the house. Their real excuse was to waste my time. They wanted to get out the house because they were trying to they were trying to get away from the person that they was involved with, and they thought the person was all bad. That you know, did really it was really a shit. And when you have those, when you have those type of people, God tries to tell you, look, that's not what I want you to really be doing right now. You know, and I kept hearing God say. She's wasting your time. She's wasting your time. Then I finally understood what he was talking about because she didn't respect my time because I was trying to write a book at the time. And then it was, uh, here she, you know, she would come over, she would sit, she would act like she was doing her work and things like that. And one night I was trying to help her. And I was like, okay, so what you do, you know, and then would come over days and she would sit like that, you know, sit and she bring her wine and want to sit and chill. And and I was like, look, I got work to do. What What is you, you know, I can't waste my time like this. I got a chore. I got an assignment. And, you know, that was real deep with me at the time. So I finally found out what her purpose was. I was an excuse. She made me the excuse to get out the house, which turned out to be she was trying to do something. And then she kept saying, oh, I'm going to help you. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this grant. I'm going to get this so I can pay you. And Because I, I, I wasn't getting paid for my time uh, to do what I was doing, right? I was typing and putting there all the this, all this stuff together and things like that. Whatnot. And I was taking all my time. And we were working on her, on her business plan. That's what we was working on uh, for this daycare. And I was like, okay, all right, cool. But then I kept hearing in the back of my head, she here to waste your time. Cause a lot of things became excuses of why she couldn't do it and just that and, and always blaming her her man and her man this and her man that. And I was like, really, man? You know, and I had to break it down to her one day. I said, look, you can't keep wasting my time. Cause I got things that God asked me to do. Right? And you know, um, so that's how that in- it ended. But because I just got tired of messing around, taking that, because she would be late, show up late. She would not have all the stuff I asked her to do for the project and things like that. And she, you know, and I was like, okay, should I keep doing this or should I not? So be careful when people ask you to do stuff with them. Okay, and what they, and what, and eventually, if you keep going along with it, they'll show you their arterial motives. <coughs> so, in this segment, it speaks about this this person coming from somewhere else, this person coming, Nahans the Ammonite, came up in a camp against Jabesh Gilead, and all the men of Jabesh said unto Nahash, Make a covenant with us, and we will serve thee. And Nahash the Amorite answered them on one condition: I make, I will, I make a covenant with you that I may thrust all of your all your right eyes out. Who says that? In order me make a covenant with you, you gonna come 
and you, you, you know, that's what it, that's what it calls for. That I gotta give, I gotta give my eyeball for us to be friends. To to make, I, I gotta give some. I gotta give up my right leg, my right lung, my eye, or something like that. I gotta give up. I got to give up all of what I, what is about me, in order to be your friend. Really, who does that? Not like when you have partnerships, okay? Person comes and then they want you to, oh, I, I got this idea. We should be together. Da, 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 da. Hold up. Uh, this don't sound too uh, equal. This sound like, are you going to throw all this work on me and then you going to walk away and get the glory? Oh, no, you ain't. Okay? You know, that you got to watch out for those people that approach you in that manner. I approach you with these grand schemes, grand ideas, grand partnerships, and look in, in the background of what the arterial motives is. Ask them questions. Ask questions. Ask questions. Ask questions. Ask all the questions till your face fall off, okay? Because people eventually will tell you their arterial motives behind the uh, relationship, behind the partnership behind certain things and God always has a way of revealing those true feelings from the people that you encounter and listen to your instincts when it tells you this ain't right all partnerships all relationships all friendships ain't good they not they look that's why I ain't trying to be funny I do not have friends I do not have friends you got to I got to really, 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 really know you. And just because you in church and you preaching, you the pastor's wife and all this, I, eh, come on. Like I said, people show you their arterial motives of why you are friends. And, um, you know, and I'm very picky. Be picky about who you associate with. Be picky when they come to you with these eyes. Be picky. Be picky. Everybody is not for you. They offer something you could do for them sometimes. If God give you that spirit to tell you that, you need to listen. Listen with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and your body. God will tell you what they are up to. All right? I want to thank you for listening today to Daily Devotional. And I want you to have a blessed day. Okay, babies? All right. Talk to you next time on Daily Devotionals. Authors, authors, authors. Have you written a book? Are you an experienced author or a new author? Well, I've got news for you. Authors Excerpt Sunday is the perfect start to growing your audience awareness with the public. Authors Excerpt Sunday has interview spots available in many forms. Live broadcasting done on all social media outlets, television, and podcasting. We would love to help you tell the world about your book. You can reach us at imsharice at shariceinjohnsonmore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. And let's tell the world about your book. All right, everyone. It is that time. Is it? It, it is that time for us to... 
calling in to another daily devotional podcast episode. I greatly appreciate you coming in and listening to the word for today. And I want to say it is an honor and a privilege that I bring you this podcast segment episode, Daily Devotionals. Every day, it is an honor and a privilege. And I thank you for coming in and listening to what it is that I talk about, regardless if it's daily devotional, uh, morning word and worship, let's talk Sunday, entrepreneurial corners, or authors extra Sunday. I wanted to say I love you and I thank you for all that you do when you take out your time and your day to listen. I know time is precious. We are always so busy and things of that nature. But you take out your time and your day to listen to my podcast. I greatly appreciate you. I greatly do. Um, I thank you. And I want you to have a blessed day. All right, babies. All right. Talk to you, talk to you again on Daily Devotional. See you tomorrow morning. For 1 Samuel chapter 12, okay? 1 Samuel chapter 12. So you may go ahead and read it and get an understanding. And if you have any questions or anything of that nature, put them in the message box and I will read them. I I like when my audience participates in this podcast. Thank you so much and you have a blessed day. Bye, babies.